0: Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal. Is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you, and once again, here is today's message. Be blessed. Welcome to New Beginning Christian Center in Creola, Alabama. This is Lester Bell Jr., aka Pastor J. I just want to say thank you for joining our live stream today. I know that there are many live streams that you could have chosen, and I am very thankful that you chose our live stream. I pray that this message blesses you and that it causes transformation in your life. Remember, our outline is on our Facebook page, and our outline is also on our website, www.mbcca.org. All right, well, be blessed and get ready for the word. Here it comes. It made us <laughs> sick. That's why Lady Pilar and I here today, yeah. We don't eat that heavy anymore. So uh, that's why I'm sitting down right now. That's why you'll see <laughs> Lady Pilar, hey amen, at food, at food, heavy food. So we, we have we have moved, we have kind of moved away from heavier food. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but I've lost some inches and lost some weight. So we're trying to move away from that heavy food because we want to be examples for you all. We want to be great examples for you all, not just spiritually physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially, amen, amen, we want to be great examples, we want to be great examples, so, we wanna be great examples. so um, in order for us to have a correct influence and impact, we got, we got to be on our game when it comes to eating, amen, amen, so, pray for her, she feels better, she should be back Wednesday, She she's a bounce back faster, so she bounces back really fast, but pray for her, you know, pray for me too, um, uh, so um we're gonna, we're gonna do something a little bit different this morning. everybody say different, different. everybody say church different church. that's what we are that's what we are we are ch- the church that does things different we don't we don't go by A B, C D E F G sometimes we go Z x, y A s7 sometimes we do that A s seven yeah As seven so all spiritual, all spiritual completion A s seven our spiritual completion. So we do things, we do things according to the spirit, amen. So a young lady came up to me while we were greeting one another and she stated that she wanted she felt led in her spirit to rededicate her life back to Christ. Amen. And God loves it when his when his children come back and rededicate themselves back to him. Amen. That's what we talked about yesterday. We talked about identity and getting into alignment with who God is because when you get in alignment with who God is, then you get in alignment with who you are. And then you don't have to battle certain things because God handles your battles. So the you know the song we sing, This is how I fight my battles. Yeah. So um I would I want my intercessors to come up and I want Miss Miss Aldrich to come up, amen. And we're gonna do something a little bit different, amen. Yeah. So intercessors come up and let's let's surround her, amen, and let's touch and agree with her. And I and I want you all to just reach your hands for amen as we, as we pray this prayer of faith amen that she rededicates her, herself back to Christ amen. Amen. Amen, I'm going to anoint you amen and if you would just kind of just lift your hands in total surrender amen and to amen. let God know amen that you you surrender amen and you you give all to him amen. So in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for Miss Aldrich. I thank you, Lord God, that, that you are healing her heart. I thank, thank you, Lord, you, Lord God, God, that whatever is plaguing her, Lord God, that it has to fall off right now, Lord God. God. We thank you, Lord God, that she is getting into alignment with who you are, Lord God, so that she can get into alignment with who she is because the scripture tells us that our life is hidden in Christ. So, God, I pray, Lord God, that you allow her heart to be hidden in Christ, Lord God, so that her life can be revealed when Christ's life is revealed, Lord God, because we know he is the way, the truth, and the life, Lord God. So I unite my faith with her faith, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for her bold proclamation of faith, Lord God, and and able to come up and say, Lord God, God, what she felt led to do. I pray, Lord God, that you reward that faith, Lord God, that you reward that faith, Lord God, with answer prayers, yes. answered desires, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will restore the years that the canker worm yes. ate, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that any infirmity in her body, Lord God, is subsiding right now, Lord God. We thank you that peace is flowing in her being. We thank you that love is flowing in her being. We thank you that freedom and liberty and relief is flowing in her being lord god so lord god whatever lord god that she asks lord god you know what she needs lord god so we thank you lord god that she rededicates her life back to you in this time and in this moment lord god and we thank you lord god that we will be a community that will stand with her lord god as she walks this walk with christ lord god so we love you we thank you we honor you And we call it as done in Jesus' name, not just just his name, period, but his nature, Lord God. So we flow in that nature. We flow in the nature of love. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's done. Amen. 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 Let's give God some praise for her. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. I want y'all to give God some praise for her like this is your mom. This is your sister. This is your best friend. Hallelujah. 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 God loves it when we rededicate ourselves back to him. Amen. God loves it when we get into alignment with him. Amen. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for your heart. Amen. This whole financial series is about your heart. Amen. 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 Let's give God some praise all over this place. Amen. Amen. Amen, that's, that's what, this is, this is what church is about, amen. That's what church is about, amen. God rejoices over one, amen. The angels in heaven are rejoicing over one, amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, if you would, amen. Am I missing anything? Oh, last thing, last thing. I need everybody on Thursday night to be at KNCI this Thursday night, uh, Thursday night at seven o'clock, be at KNCI. Bishop has a special presentation. Amen. I've talked with him. He's we're ex- getting excited for KNCI conference. but Bishop has a special presentation that he wants to do on Thursday night to open up the conference that has something to do with us. Amen. So I would want I want everyone there to witness it. Amen. Because, um, general was our general he was our pastor amen amen so um, i know this week is a is a heavy week amen but we're gonna get through this week we're gonna get through it amen we are family we're gonna get through it amen because we are family right amen. family matters right yes, yes. amen so if you can be there thursday night i would love to see you there amen thursday night you can be there Friday night, I would love to see you there, but specifically I would love for you to be there on Thursday night, specifically Thursday night, uh, Friday night. And actually, your pastor will be on a panel Friday morning, but I think it may be just in-house for KNCI pastors. I think what I'll do, I'll get with Bishop today, and I'll let you all know. Um, so um, I'll be speaking at KNCI this year on a panel, amen. It's open on Friday? Okay, so... So if you can if you can come Friday m- Friday morning Friday morning and Saturday morning um, Friday morning at eight thirty Saturday morning at eight thirty Saturday is going to how many how many people want to own how many people own businesses in here or, or or you desire to own a business Okay okay Saturday don't want to miss Saturday Saturday is going to be strictly entrepreneurship strictly entrepreneurship so bishop is bringing people in amen bringing some people in that are uh, ceos and um, business owners he's bringing in one guy that has the four fastest has the four fastest growing business in atlanta and you know in atlanta is really it's a lot of competition in atlanta because that's where everybody want to go now everybody want to move to atlanta but my belief is opportunity is wherever god is wherever i don't have to move to a big city just because I'm in a small city don't mean I have to have a small mind. So the same goes for you. Hallelujah. Just because you're in a small city of Mobile, Alabama, you don't got to have a small mind. You got have a big mind, amen? So Saturday, be there. Be there. Um, business owners, business leaders, if you desire to own a business, just be there. Just be there. It's just being in the atmosphere of KNCI. If you go with an expectant heart, you shall receive. Um, I w- I remember... 2017 I went, 2017 was that we went and um, Lake was speaking on Friday night, um, Prophet Brian Lake, oh yeah. speaking that Friday night, and when I tell you, I went expecting, I went expecting my whole life changed from that point forward, the whole point forward, some of the things that you're seeing now, it was prophesied in 2017, um, so um be there. Be there at KNCI twenty nineteen. It's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. Amen. Bishop wanted us to put that plug in that to all of our members, amen, because he wants he wants us to really um this year's topic is on kingdom synergy. So, kingdom synergy, kingdom synergy. So we synergy is, what is synergy, Pastor Jay? It sounds like energy, right? Synergy is um it's beautiful to write notes. Synergy is, what is synergy? Synergy is, the whole is greater than the sum. The whole is greater than the sum. So God operates off um, synergy. 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 When he says the children of Israel, he don't say the child of Israel. He says the children of Israel. So that's synergy because the, the whole is greater than the sum. So our whole here is greater than just the sum of just me. That's why I need you. That's why I need you to 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 share the word. That's why I need you to be disciples, not just inside the house, but I believe we got to be disciples outside the house, amen? Because everybody can be a disciple in the house. But the 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 real work comes when you leave out these four walls, when you leave one-on-one Creole the Lane. That's where the real work starts. So, Um, so yeah be there be there so true kingdom synergy leads to the next generation amen true kingdom synergy leads to the next generation amen amen so we are in our money talk series this month everybody say money money talks money talks i know some of us have watched seen the movie money talks it's a play on words money talks because money can talk to you and we are talking about money So money talks, so we are bringing order to our finances. How many of us need order in our finances? Everybody in this room needs order in their finances. Amen. So this week, our topic is cutting down on financial stress. Everybody say cutting down on financial stress. So if you would, turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12, verse 34. (laughs) Mr. Canada is back. Welcome back. You wealthy. You, you got to Luke chapter 12, verse 34, that fast? Yeah, very fast? Very fast, okay. Very fast. Luke chapter 12, verse 34. When you get there, if you would, jump to your feet this morning. Luke chapter 12, verse 34. Money talks, bringing order to your finances, cutting down on financial stress week one we talked about your relationship with money week two we talked about self discipline in your finances and week three we're going to talk about cutting down on financial stress because we need to cut down on financial stress because that financial stress is a stress it's, it's like, uh, like that's not a stress you want anybody like financial stress? I just wanted to make sure no one liked financial stress I like no kind of stress because stress releases cortisol and cortisol builds up in your blood system and when that cortisol builds up in your blood system it got to come out some way so it comes out in the form of disease it comes out in the form of anxiety it comes out in the form of depression it comes out in the form of sickness of dis-ease because the cortisol see the cortisol is not good for your body cortisol is not good for your body now, now well, let me say this unhealthy amounts of cortisol is not good for your body because our body we have to have balance when it and harmony when it comes to everything so when you stress then your cortisol levels go out the roof and then that cortisol get in your blood and then next thing you know you're not feeling well and you got a mental fog and you sick and you're wondering why because that cortisol because of that financial stress so everybody at Matthew chapter 12 verse 34? Yeah. Let's Luke 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 Luke, Where? <laughs> Luke chapter 12. I just want to make sure y'all was listening. <laughs> make sure y'all was listening. I had to check y'all right quick. Make sure y'all turn to the right scripture. Luke chapter 12 verse 34. What does Matthew chapter 12 verse 34 say? well, we'll 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 discover that in a little bit. So let's, let's read Matthew, I mean Luke, chapter 12, verse 34, on the count of three. One, two, three. Where you deposit your treasure, that is where your thoughts will turn to, and your heart will long to be there also. So where your treasure is, where your heart is, where your treasure is, is where your heart is. So let's look from God in prayer. God, we thank you, we love you, we honor you for who you are. This morning, this date is Thursday, Sunday in October. We thank you, Lord God, that we will cut down on financial stress and that we will eliminate it, God. We thank you for financial freedom. We thank you, Lord God, that we will apply the principles of the word, Lord God, to our life when it comes to finances. So, God, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. Amen. Cutting down on financial stress. Amen. So Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. I'm just joking. Luke chapter 12, verse 34 says, Where you deposit your treasure is where your thoughts will turn to, and your heart will long to be there also. So I want to do a little re a little reiterating on what money is. What is money? Money is a medium of exchange. So I, I give money, I give money, I give money in exchange. For things that I desire to have in my life. So money is a medium of exchange. So I give the money in exchange for something that I desire. Money is a moral. Money is a moral. What is a moral, Pastor Jay? A moral is lacking a moral sense, unconcerned with the rightness or wrongness of something. So money, money does not say, Well, why are you buying them drugs? Money says, okay, well, you buying them drugs. Here you go. Use me. So money, it it doesn't have a sense of what's right or what's wrong. Money doesn't have that sense of what's right or what's wrong. This $50 bill would never um, say to you, well, that's not right for you to do this. That's not right for you to buy this thing that's going to harm your body. It's not because it's amoral. So it lacks lacks a moral sense. So it's neither good. it's, It's unconcerned with the rightness or wrongness of something. So financial stress what is financial stress financial stress is anxiety when your expenses are equal to or greater than your income how many of us has ever been there where my where your expenses are equal to or greater than your income so what 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 does that really look like Pastor J in other words you have more bills than you have money so if if you're if you're if your monthly bills are $100, wouldn't would we love for our monthly bills to be $100? Yes. We can work towards that. We really can. That's what we're working towards in the Bell Jr. household. For our, our expenses to be reall, really low. So, so let's say your monthly expenses, just for just common sake, is $100 a month, right? And your bills, $99 a month. That's where financial stress kicks in because you only got $1 left to carry you through the rest of the month, right? So my monthly income is $100. My monthly outcome expensive expenses is $99. I am now stressed because I only have $1 to carry me through the next 30 to 31 days. So we are prone to worry about money and that makes perfect sense. We're prone to. See, your body... see. I just learned this week that your mind likes normalcy what do you mean pastor j your mind likes normalcy so when you do something when you make a change um, that's not normal your mind goes crazy and what happens is your mind says i gotta get you back to normal so that's why when when lottery winners right when they win the lottery they go back To normal before they won the lottery sometimes they go back to worse off states than they ever been right because they win the lottery that changes their life and that's a a quick change so your mind is like whoa this is not normal for you to have three million dollars in the bank you don't know how to handle it so now you self sabotage and now you have zero dollars in the bank or you go back to your original um, you go back to your original normal state because your mind loves normalcy So when you try to change a habit, that's why it's so hard to change a habit sometimes. Because when you've been doing something for so long, when you've been spending your money so long a certain way, and when you try to change it, when you hear messages like cutting down on financial stress, then your mind says, no, this can't be right. So it automatically tunes it out. And so that's when the the worry and anxiety comes in. So um, listen to this, acquiring more money may not fix your financial problems. Acquiring more money may not fix your financial problems. Right, right, because you're used to spending it. So I got this much money. So I always hear some people say, well, I wish I had more money to do this. Mm, That's the wrong wish to have, because if you get more money, you don't know how to manage it then you're going to be right back in the same mindset. Well, I wish I had more money. But you're going to get more money, and then you're going to mismanage it. See, a lot of, there are a lot of reasons why that God had not really blessed us financially so yet is because we don't know how to manage the money he has given us. Like So we say things like, if only I could get a raise. Or if only I could win the lottery one day. Or for some women, if only I could marry a rich man. Right? I can marry me a rich man, and he got all the money in the world, and I'm his favorite girl, <laughs> but I self self sabotage the relationship because I'm not able to handle all the money because I spend all the money on clothes, shoes, and cars, and homes, instead of investing the money to help the next generation out. So naturally, to resolve our situation, the first thing many of us do, including myself, is to think about making more money. We think about how can we make more money? But the question is not about how can we make more money, the question is how can we manage the money God has given us? How can we be good stewards of the money God has given us? See, that's the question that you should ask yourself. How can I be a good steward of what God has given me? Because when we've discovered in scripture that when you can be faithful with the little, God will bless you with more. But when you are unfaithful with the little, God cannot bless you with more. Because when you are unfaithful, then you are living. You see, your capacity is a capacity of that of the water bottles that you got today from the ushers. Right. When you are living unfaithful, you see how small it is. You see, how Chloe, hold yours up. Hold yours up. Hold your water bottle. You see how small that capacity is. Now, if God was to open up the windows of heaven and pour out gallons and gallons of blessings for you, would that be able to sustain it? No, it wouldn't be able to sustain it. So the the thing is, thank you, the thing is, do we have the capacity to sustain what God has for us? Do we have the capacity to sustain what God has for us? And when it comes financially, do you have the capacity to sustain what God has for you? So making more money sounds good on the surface, and it may be the best course of action you can take, but it's not the silver bullet to every financial problem. It's not the silver bullet. Oh, I got more money. My problems are solved. No, your problems are not solved by more money. Now, Scripture does say money answers everything. Money answers all, right? Money answers all those things, right? But if you don't know how to manage it, then you're going to be right back where you started, so God does God. God. The scripture says the blessing of the Lord it make it rich and he add no sorrow with it. So when you get a blessing, the question is, is there sorrow attached to this? Because if there's sorrow attached to your blessing, that's not a blessing from God, because the right thing at the wrong time is a curse. Hear me. The right thing at the wrong time is a curse. So God bless you with a million dollars right now. It may be a curse to your life. It may be a curse to your life because the right thing at the wrong time is a curse. So if I if I have all of this money, but I don't know how to manage the money, then I'm really cursing myself because people are watching me. My kids are watching me. You all are watching me. So you're saying, well, that's how Pastor Jay handled money. That must be the right way. So then you all are attached to how I handle money. Right. So God never designed for us to live in financial stress. He never designed it for us to live in financial stress because financial stress will affect your life, relationships, and sometimes your relationship with God. Financial stress, hear me, will affect your life, relationships, and sometimes your relationship with God. Because a lot of times some people don't want to come to church because they don't have money. I've heard it. I don't have money. So they feel ashamed that they don't have money. But it's not about you come to church and having money. It's about you coming to church and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because when your mind is transformed, when your mind is renewed to financial principles that will set you up for life, you won't have a problem coming to church because you will give from a cheerful heart. You will give what God has blessed you with, with a cheerful heart. You won't be like, I gotta give up, I gotta give my tithes, I gotta give my offering, I gotta give my first fruit. You'll never be blessed saying, I gotta give my tithes. So get that out of your vocabulary. I gotta give my tithe. Stop saying that. Change your vernacular and change your vocabulary to I get to pay tithes. That's a privilege. I get to pay tithes. I get to sow into God's kingdom work. I get to sow into the kingdom. I get to sow into programs that's going to advance the community. I get to do these things. See, when you have that type of mentality, God can open up the windows of heaven and bless you. See, when you have that type of mentality, your capacity is expanded because your capacity is no longer on a small. I got to give my tithes and I got to give my offering and I got to give something to the pastor you heard me say that, right? I thought my, I thought I didn't say that. Maybe that was just in my mind. But here's the deal. When you live in that type of mentality, you are living in a constricted paradigm. And that paradigm will constrict you and constrict the life out of you. And you will always be financially stressed. That's what financial stress does. It constricts you. It constricts your paradigm. What's paradigm? Paradigm is a way of thinking, a way of mind So it constricts your mind. So you think that you got to give instead of think, I get to give. I am so happy and grateful now that I get to sow into the kingdom of God in overflowing overflowing, um, amounts. Amen. Because you are here. God placed you here to be a blessing. He placed you here to be a blessing, not to be a stressing. He placed you here to be a blessing. Amen. So how do we be a blessing? We be a blessing through our financial giving. So the reason why God wants our heart is so he can eliminate our financial stress. The reason why God wants our heart is because he wants to eliminate financial stress from us. See, when God created us, he didn't create us with, well, I'm, I'm going to give them financial stress because he created us in an abundant world. When he created Adam and Eve, he created them in an abundant world. So it just wasn't just. One tree and one apple on the tree, they had to cut it up 10 different ways and two different ways and split it between all the animals. There were multiple trees, there were multiple animals, there were multiple. Um, there were it was it was it was a garden. So, in a garden, when you plant a garden, do you just plant one thing and just get one thing from what you plant? No, when you plant a seed, you get a multiplication of that seed in multiple forms. So, when I plant an orange. When I plant an orange seed, I get an orange tree. And that orange tree produces hundreds of oranges over its lifespan. So your seed is the same way. When you sow your seed, it produces more seed for you to sow. So we have to move from a mindset of I have to or I, I, I have to give my tithe or I have to give my offering. Or I have to give, I have to sow into first fruits, I have to sow in a new beginning to I get to give. You get to give. That's a privilege. So when God has your heart, he can bless you beyond your wildest imagination. When God has your heart, he can bless you beyond your wildest imagination. So turn to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Let's, I'm going to read that. It says, "The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich, and He adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. I want to read it to you in the message version. It says, "God blessing, God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we can do, nothing we do can improve on God. So when God blesses us, we can't improve upon that blessing. That's the beautiful thing about God. That's, what, that's one of the things that came up yesterday in ministering um, to the people. We can't improve upon what God has already created. So God has created us to live in an abundant world, so we can't go out and improve upon that because God has already provided the seed for the sower. He's provided the land. He's provided everything that we need because the Scripture says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all, the, all they that dwell within it. So, we cannot improve upon what God has already created for us. And God has created for us to have an enriched, truly rich life. Truly rich life. So, with no sorrow attached to it. So, the question comes how do we cut financial stress? How do we cut financial stress? Somebody asked me that. How do, we cut how do we cut financial stress? That's a good question. I'm glad y'all asked that question. We cut financial stress through our generosity. We cut financial stress through our generosity. And we are called to be generous with our money. So with this money right here, you're called to be generous with it. Because you, here's the deal. When you hoard what God has blessed you with, you see my hand is clenched. Ain't nothing going going in. it. I got my little $200 right here. And I'm good. And that's little money, if you ask me. It's little money, because I serve a God who owns it it all. So if I serve a God who owns it all, and I'm holding on to my little $200, how can I prosper this way? How can I succeed this way? How can I have significance this way? I'm holding on to it. I ain't going to bless nobody. I ain't going to pay my tithes. I ain't going to be generous, because I got to get me and my foe and no more and that's all you going to get to you are going to get for you and your foe and no more and then when you when you when you look at people with an open hand being blessed with money with an open hand and then you going to look at them like why are they getting all this money with their open hand but my hand over here I got to hold on to what I got See, you'll never be able to receive with this type of mentality of holding on to what you got. You'll never be able to get out of financial stress by holding on to what you think you got. What you think you got. That's the thing. We, we make it an illusion like we own this. We own this money. We make this money. We printed this money at the treasury. We did this. We the people. Right? But it's, it's all God's. In your clenched hand, in your open hand, and your no hands, it's all God. It's all God's money. So the thing is, are you going to worship your money or are you going to worship God with your money? Because when you worship God with your money, then he can bless you. See, he can open up the windows of heaven for you to receive. See, you can't receive like this. when a, when a put My football people, who like football in here? Who like football in here? When, when the best team in the, in the country, Alabama, plays, when Tua throws... When Tua throws the football to Jerry Judy, right? But we still won, though. That's the thing. We still undefeated, though. Y'all got to go with the winning team. Jesus on the winning team. Jesus on the winning side. Jesus on the winning side. Jesus on the winning. Anywho, anywho. Or I lose some membership and lose some viewers right here. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, lose some, lose some membership, we like Auburn, he talk about Alabama all the time, he don't talk about Auburn, but anywho, that's the team that I watch, so when Tua Valoa throws the ball to Jerry Judy, right, does Jerry Judy have his hands closed, or when Bo Nix, who's one of y'all's uh, wide receivers, <laughs> who's one of you all wide receivers, they don't even know their team. Look at that. They don't even know their team. <laughs> don't even know their team. <laughs> it's good. And it's good to laugh in church, y'all. Don't even know his team. You like War Eagle, don't know your team. You got to work on that. Stovall. All right, so when Bo Nix, that's your quarterback, right? Bo Nix, right? Bo Nix throws the ball to Stovall. Does Stovall have his hands closed? He has his hands open to receive... The football, and they still miss it, right? Cause yeah, who y'all lose to? Y'all lost to who? No, y'all just lost to somebody though, right? Tennessee. No, y'all they didn't lose to Tennessee. Y'all lost to who? Y'all lost to Florida. Y'all lost to Florida. Yeah, y'all lost to Florida. We was in Florida yesterday. A good thing I ain't say anything about Alabama. Hey man, I may have got really booted out. Get out of here, Pastor Jay. But. So when, when Bo nick throws the ball to Stovall, he has his hands open. See, God wants to throw money. God wants to give you money, but your hands closed. And you'll never be able to receive in this way. I'll never be able to receive anything with my hands closed. So when I'm not generous, this is what it looks like. My hands are closed. I'm not set up to receive because my hands are closed. See, God wants us to have an open heart. Because when God has our heart and our heart is open to him, and our heart posture is open to him, then he can open our hands, and he can bless us, amen, because that's what he wants to do. Amen. You're supposed to have financial freedom. God never called you to be in debt because the scripture even says that we're not supposed to be the borrower. We're supposed to be the lender because the borrower is slave to the lender. So you, a lot of us are enslaved to our lenders. Capital One, MasterCard, Discover, AT&T, DirecTV, Hulu, Netflix. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that entertainment is bad. But when you are paying exorbitant amounts for entertainment, that's when it becomes bad. Because that same $200 that you are investing in DirecTV or AT&T, you can take that same $200 and have $2,400 at the end of the year and invest in your business that will produce more seed for you to sow see that, that's, that's the type of mindset that you have to have you have to t- take the mindset of I, I remember one time I was paying for cable like $350 $350 for the premium channels for all the ESPN channels for every channel that you can think of and it was not worth it you can look at one at a time and you can't, even, you can't even record that many. Sh- and they got TiVo now, DVR, where you can record your TV show or whatnot and watch it later. But that was just way too much money to be spending on entertainment. And so that 30, at $4,100 that I invested in direct TV, guess where it's at now? Direct TV. <laughs> and guess who will never see it again? Lester Bell, Jr. So we got to get wise about what we put our money. Because when we get wise about what we put our money, then we will understand We will understand that we are to put our money into things that's going to produce more for us. It goes back to the story of the, of the, um, the one that received 5,000 talents, 2,000 talents, and 1,000 talents. The one that received 5,000, he doubled it to 10,000. The one who received 2,000, he doubled it to 4,000. The one who received 1,000, he buried it in the ground because he was afraid. So we know fear and finances don't mix. So even that 1000 that he had, it was taken away from him and given to the one with 10000 So really the one with 10000 doubled his money, and he made a tenth off of that money that he doubled as well. So we can use that financial principle in our life when it comes to investing. We can invest in a Roth IRA. Roth, Roth IRA. What's a Roth IRA, Pastor J? Roth IRA is you pay money into this into this thing and it's taxed on the front end but when you get the money out on the back end it's not taxed that's what a Roth IRA is so if you want to go get you a Roth IRA because you put money in on the front end it's taxed but when you get it out it's not taxed it's not taxed see see these are things that we can invest in that's going to help The next generation out that's gonna not only help our generation out, but leave an inheritance for your kids, 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 kids. Amen. So we we are called to be generous with with our money. So generosity should flow from your heart. Generosity should flow from your heart. When you place your faith in Christ, you will in time be transformed into a generous giver. When you place your faith in Christ, you will in time be transformed to a generous giver. Because your, your heart is not in the resource. See, a lot of our heart is in the resource. This is where our heart is. We slave for it. I work hard for the money. Right? So, so hard for the money. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. That's all I know. But we work hard for the money. We go and put in hours at work. We put in our time at work and we we trade, we trade our time for money that's what we do. we trade our time for money, but really it shouldn't be like that as a kingdom citizen now, hear me, I'm not saying go quit your job tomorrow. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you should set yourself up to where you don't have to work at that same job for the rest of your life that's 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 good financial stewardship because you have now invested into things that's going to produce for you. So you don't have to put my I don't have to put my time into something that I got to work the rest of my life to handle. Amen. Because God wants us to spend time with our families, God wants us to spend time with one another. You know, so that's why it's beautiful to come to church because Scripture says, "Forsake not the assembly." So we are a community here. So when we understand that we are a community and we live and we thrive off of one another, we thrive off each other's experiences and we thrive off each other's knowledge and wisdom. I'm not the only one with with teaching ability in this house. I'm not the only one with knowledge and wisdom in this house. All of you have knowledge and wisdom too. And if we bring that together as a whole, guess how powerful we'll be? There'll be nothing that can stand against us. Nothing that can stand against us. So I said this in the leadership session. When we move as one accord, we remove whatever is in our way. When we move as one accord, we remove whatever's in our way. So when money is moving, mean, when when water is moving on one accord, when you see a tsunami, it's move, it's removing anything that's in its way. But when a raindrop hits you, does it move you? No, no it doesn't. It's just like, oh, man, look at a little raindrop. Look at a little raindrop, right? So when we come together as a family, we come together as a community, then we have power. So So when you have a shift in your heart, to that of someone who is happy to give, God will supply more for you to give, according to Scripture. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. Everyone there? Beat, you going to beat me there. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. And I know sometimes when we hear generosity or when we hear giving or tithes and offering or money in church, it can be kind of heavy. But hang in there. Hang in there with me. Amen. because I'm trying to take you somewhere Amen. trying to get you somewhere financially so you can say wow Pastor Jay I really listened to that financial free message that you spoke and now I'm financially free now I can bless people and not have to worry about balancing my checkbook now I can buy a home for somebody whose house just burned down or I can help someone pay for a service a funeral service and they don't have the money to do it and I don't have to stress about it I can say here you go and don't worry about paying me back. That's the type of blessings I'm looking for. Just to be honest with you all, I'm looking to be able to bless people uh, so much so that I don't I don't have to say, "Well, pay me back in two years." It's it's not about pay me back in two years. My my whole vision now is to just pay it forward because when I bless someone, I want you to bless someone, and I want you to inf- I want you to inspire them to bless someone, and when we do that, we create blessings as this trickle down the line. It's called paying it forward. So everybody at 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6 through 10. And this is what it says in the Passion Translation. Here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Pause. So if we look at Tie and offering as a religious duty, that's the wrong mindset to have. That's that mindset of I gotta, I gotta give, I have to give. That's that mindset of tradition and it has no effect. It has no effect on your life when you give in religious duty. Well, I gotta give my tithes because that's what the Bible say do. Change your attitude. Change, this is what the scripture saying, change your attitude because when you change your attitude, and this is what happens. It says, let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving. All because God loves hilarious generosity. So what hilarious means there is cheerfulness. So you are happy to give. So let me, let me tell you all how happy I am to give to NBCC. So as soon as the money hits my account, soon as it hits it, soon as it clears on the first I'm texting the give I'm texting 350 to 350 ties to NBCC give as soon as it hits as soon as it that's how happy I am to give because I don't want to miss out on what God has for me because scripture says will a man rob God right and so so how can we rob God we rob God by um holding what we think is ours And not giving it to him with a cheerful heart. So what we do is we handcuff God's hands behind his back. And God is like, man, I really got so much for you. I got so much for you. But you only focus on the little $200 that you got. And I'm trying to provide you with $200,000 a month. I'm trying to provide you with $200,000 a week. I'm trying to provide you with $3 million a week, $3 million a month. I'm trying to provide you with that. See, those big numbers. I like big numbers. I like big numbers because I believe God can do it. I believe God can do it. If people in the world can apply these principles, why is it so hard for the church to apply these principles? People in the world can apply these principles easily. Easily give 10% of their income. Warren Buffett gives like he get I think he gives more than ten percent of his income, and he he keep getting more income because he's a giver he's a giver he's a giver, and that's that's what we gotta do we gotta become a giver so so listen to this it says, let it spring up freely from the joy of giving you know be a giver be a giver I stand with you in faith, I stand with you in faith, amen, amen. So listen to this verse eight. It says, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything, every moment in every way. How will he, he will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing you do? Just as the scripture says about the one who trusts in him because he has strong extravagantly extravagantly and given to the poor. His kindness and generous deeds will never be forgotten. This generous God who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, which becomes bread for our meals, is even more extravagant towards you. This is what the word of God says. For he supplies every need plus more Then he multiplies the seed as you sow it so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. That's what the word of God says. So God wants to overwhelm you with his grace. Yeah. He wants to overwhelm you with abundance. Yeah. But how do how do we get that overwhelming? See, how many of us have been overwhelming and have felt overwhelmed overwhelming in a bad way? Like we've been overwhelmed with work or we've been overwhelmed with anxiety or we've been overwhelmed with all of these negative feelings. But the scripture says that God wants to overwhelm us with his grace. So that we may have abundance. He wants to overwhelm us with his abundance. So when God overwhelms you with his abundance, it's not a bad thing. Because sometimes we look at overwhelm, overwhelm as a bad thing. But when God overwhelms us with his abundance, it's not a bad thing because the blessing of the Lord it make it rich and it adds no sorrow to it. So there will be no sorrow with God's overwhelming abundance. Amen? So we should live, we should strive to live the generous life God has called you to live. So Luke chapter 6, verse 38, turn that right quick. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Luke chapter chapter 6, verse 38. And this is, for time's sake, this is what it says. It says, give generously and generous gifts will be given back to you, shaken down to make room for more. Abundant gifts, excuse me, will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. Your measurement of generosity becomes from the measurement of your return. Your measurement of generosity becomes the measurement of your return. So the scripture is basically saying that it sounds like a paradox, doesn't it? Like, I got to give to receive. It It sounds confusing, doesn't it? But that's why God takes what sounds confusing to you and confounds the wise. Because the scripture says your measurement of generosity becomes a measurement of your return. So how generous you are is what you will get back plus more. So when you sow generously, don't become weary in your sowing. Don't become weary in your sowing. So I want to hit these last few points, and then we'll go over the rest on Wednesday night. How many of us want to be financially free? Let me ask y'all that. Be here Wednesday night. Be here Wednesday night. I got a strategy for you I think that's going to really help you. You may have heard of it before. Some of us may have heard of it before, but I have a strategy that's going to help you. It's going to really help you. A strategy that me and Lady Pilar have put into place, and we're going to see some things miraculously happen. Amen? Because we need strategy. We just don't need to hear, just pray about it. But I'm still stressed about it. We need to hear strategies. God works in strategies. God is a tr- strategic God. That's why he gave you more things to listen with than more things to talk with. Right? things that, So you have two ears, you got one mouth. So God wants us to listen to his strategies and tell instead of us telling God what the strategy should be. Go, God, this the strategy right here. God, this what is this what you're gonna do, but God gonna come a whole different way and you be like, Well, wow, God came a whole different way. So, so so listen to these this last this last point and I got an illustration for you. Um Tithes tithes were used by God in the Old Testament to take care of his people. So tithes are a tenth of your income. So you make $100 a month, a tithe of that is a tenth, that's $10. $10. $10. $10. Or as some people say, from a dollar, that's 10 cents, right? 10 cents. So tithes are a tenth of your income. An offering is anything over the tenth. So I like what uh, when um, Sister Shatima came in, Pastor Hook's daughter, she said, he said, we like to tip God. We do. We, we do. So we can give God more than just a tenth. We can give God more than a tenth because your measurement of generosity will determine your measurement of your return. So today, God works through your tithes and offerings to advance the kingdom of God and bless his people. So Jordan and Jaden, can you all come up for a second? Jordan and Jaden. A- Jaden, Jaden. Your your name Jaden, right? It's not Aiden, right? Not Aiden. It's Jaden. It's Jaden. So, so I want you to hold this bag, hold this bag, and stand right here. And Jordan, I want you to hold this bag and stand right here. Stand right here. So hold it up. Some can y'all read my handwriting? Can y'all read my handwriting? So. So when we don't tithe, we take 100% of it in our hands and say, God, we can handle it. And this is what happens when we don't tithe. We say, God, we can handle it. And whoops, there go all our money. And we do this month in, month out. And we wonder why we don't got no money after just Just let it fall. We wonder why we don't got no money. You wondering why, well, where all your money going, right? What you, what you like to buy? What she like to buy? You like, to, you like to make slime? Okay, so we got a scientist with, her, with us right here. She likes to make slime. So instead of her giving her ties, she's putting all her money into um, slime, and she's putting all her money into hand sanitizer and glue and um, glitter. And she's she satisfied in the moment, but at the end of the month, she don't got no money because she's taking 100%. See, see, when you take 100% of your hands, it has no protection from God. So, two hundred dollars is gone. Three hundred dollars gone. All your money gone. And now you wondering at the end of the month, like, "Why I don't got no money?" And your pocket's looking like this. So, y'all see, I wore my pink pants today for breast cancer awareness month. That's why I wore these pants today. So, and I like the pink dress too. We kind of match almost. But now you don't got no money to buy no more any pink dresses because all your money has been wasted. And this is what on slime. And so this is what a lot of us look like in the church. Right. A lot of our money is wasted on things that are not beneficial right. because we take 100% of the effort in our hand and we don't say. Basically, when you do this, you are saying, God, I got it. I know how to handle the money that you made. Mm-hmm. I know how to handle I know how to pay the bills. That you made. Mm-hmm. So I trust it really in this. I trust isn't in God. We have no trust in God at, at all. No. We even this don't even stand on no firm foundation. <laughs> because we have no trust in God. So it's just, it's just falling over. And so, so God wants us to change from this one hundred percent. So how do we change from that one hundred percent? We get to tithe. So when we tied. You thought all, the, all that was the money, huh? No? So when we get the tithe, he's like, just do the illustration, dude. When we get the tithe, right? When we tithe, right? Then where is our money? Is it falling on the floor? Is it is it over here with her money on slime? No. That's because our 90% with God's blessing is better than 100% without God's blessing. So so we, we tithe. And we continue to tie, and we continue to tie, and and guess what? I can't go in her bag and and get out anything and bless anybody with it because I got slime on my hand, (laughs) right? So now I'm pulling out my hand, and I got slime on my hand. So just imagine, just close your eyes and just imagine some slime on my hand. What color slime you like? Green? Purple? She's just telling on you today, huh? (laughs) We gonna get him. We gonna use him next time for illustration. All right. We gonna tell him what he liked to do. I think he liked flounder, right, and fishing. No, he do like. Fish. He do like you do like fish. You like fish. I know. I see it all. Along. You like fish. You don't like flounder. So I can't I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't bless anybody like this. But when I when 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 my ninety percent is protected by God. It can stand on its own. Just, just drop it. You can let it go. Just, just drop it for a little bit. I'm going to let you get it back, all right? So so when you have 90% and you're standing on the word of God, you're standing on the truth of God, you got foundation. Here, you don't have any foundation. And you just blow with the wind. You blow with the wind, and now you don't have enough money at the end of the month. And now you're upset at the person who do got up, got money at the end of the month. So what they have to do is they have to go in... And they have to bless you. And then sometimes you go back and buying that slime again. And guess what? <laughs> you just wasted their money because you went and bought some slime. So, so God is looking for 10%. Mm-hmm. Because when you give God his first, first, he can protect you from anything else. He can protect you from um, the devourer coming to eat your seed up. He can protect you from the slime monster. He can protect you. God wants to protect that money, so we have to trust God with the ten percent. Because when you trust God with the ten percent, see, 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 Jaden, hold it. Now you can hold it again. Jaden can go in here and bless people because he has sown into the kingdom of God, so he can go in and bless people. He can take this money and bless people, and he can have enough money at the end of the month to invest into something that's going to create more money for him. So, really, what this bag really looks like is it's overflowing. It's overflowing. It's overflowing. So, it's overflowing. When the money overflows, it flows into other things that will produce an overflow for you to have an overflow in other areas. That's not a a key point right there. That's a a catch on a live stream later. Amen. So, God wants us to be, God wants us to trust Him with the 10%. Amen. Trust God with your 10% and watch what He'll do for your life. The scripture says, try Him. Try him. Test him. Test God. That's the only place where God say test me with your money. Test God with your money and see what he'll do for you. Amen? Amen. Let's give my illustrators a hand. Amen? You good job. You don't got to worry about picking that up. Amen. It's slimy, so you don't got to worry about picking Just step over. It. Watch your step. Thank you. Watch your step. Thank you. Amen. So if you would this morning, stand to your feet. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet. Hey man, We got to stop wasting our money. Hey man, We got to stop trying to think we got we can handle 100% of it on our own. And, because when we handle 100% of it on our own, we set ourselves up for stress. We set ourselves up for financial stress. And God did not create you to, God did not, when God created you, He did not create you with financial stress in mind. He created you with financial freedom in mind. Because when you have financial freedom, you got power. You know, it's all, I got the power, right? You got power. Amen. I'm going to get me a voice coach, y'all. I'm going to sing that on point, on key. Amen. So join us Wednesday night. Amen. We're going to finish this out on Wednesday. There's some scriptures I want to get to on Wednesday night. And I'm going to give you a strategy that's going to help you eliminate financial stress. I'm going to give you a strategy. And if you apply the strategy, if you apply the strategy, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. And it, it's not even anything big. It's not even go out and get a loan for $35,000 and and get a 3% interest rate. It's not even anything big like that. It's something small that you can do. You start doing right now if you wanted to. Amen. Because we got to understand the small steps is what equals. See, the small things is what equals the big things. Amen. Amen. So if you would, just close your eyes, and let's just look from God in prayer in this moment. God, Thank you for joining us on live stream on this Sunday. I pray that the message bless your spirit. Look, there are multiple ways to give. You can give through our website or you can give text to give. That number and that website is available on the screen at this moment. I just want to say thank you once again. I pray that your week is filled with love, joy, happiness, and peace. And if you don't mind, share this video with your family and friends so we can spread the message. The kingdom of God to everybody that we come in contact with. So have a great day. Have a great week. Be blessed.